Howdy, folks. Welcome to Footnotes in the Conversation, where we provide a small footnote to a thinker whose name gets thrown around in modern discourse. First, I'll tell you when and where they lived, who they were, and a few important things about their life. Then, I'll give some context to their ideas. What are they responding to? What parts of their culture are they interacting with? After that, I'll survey the biggest pieces of their thoughts, what fields of study were they interested in, how do they develop and deliver their ideas, and what are the most important takeaways from their work. Today's subject is Karl Marx. Marx was born in 1818 in Trier, Prussia, to Heinrich Marx and Henriette Pressburg. We know that Marx was introduced to political radicalism early in life. His father and high school both supported liberal humanism which incurred police raids. And at the University of Bonn at age 16, he joined the Poets Club, a group with political radicals that were also under police monitoring. In 1842, Marx would briefly edit for a radical newspaper in Cologne before it was shut down by Tsar Nicholas I. In 1843, Marx edited a Parisian newspaper. This published one issue and then was immediately banned. Marx first demonstrated his communist beliefs here in the essay titled On the Jewish Question. Marx also met Friedrich Engels in Paris. These two would have a lifelong friendship based around their shared communism. Marx was soon expelled from France and moved to Brussels, Belgium. There he joined the extremist secret society called the League of the Just. He convinced them to become public and they renamed themselves the Communist League. For this effort, Marx and Engels wrote the Communist Manifesto. Marx was accused of using his father's inheritance to arm Belgian revolutionaries and was arrested. He then fled to France again, who had recently had a revolution and a new Republican government. Hoping to move the revolutionary sympathies to Germany, he moved to Cologne again and wrote his own newspaper now. While brought to trial many times for a host of accusations, it took a collapse of parliament and a king's intervention to order Marx to leave the country. While Marx tried to move back to France, they too refused him stay in Paris. With his wife expecting their fourth child, he moved to London for the rest of his life. There, Marx would spend the rest of his life intensely researching and writing on various economic and political ideas. He then died in 1883, aged 64. Marx wrote often, at every stage in life, and on a host of various ideas, from philosophy and politics to economy and history. So it's hard to pin down exactly what unifies all of his beliefs. However, there are some key ideas that come up during general discussion of Marxist thought. One such idea, which will go on to define much of the rest, is historical materialism. Historical materialism is the belief that history is best observed and understood not by philosophy or politics, but by economy, actions, and class. Marx's vision of history was also heavily influenced by Hegel and Hegelian thought. Most importantly, that there is a progression to history of various stages, one superseding the next. For instance, feudalism was superseded by capitalism, and that after the feudal age was over, now comes in the age of capitalism and the bourgeoisie. And Marx saw the end of this progress as the commune, which is where we get the name communism. Marx, however, thought that these stages had to happen in a certain order. You had to have feudalism and then capitalism, and then the commune. This is why at certain periods in his life, Marx actually supported the bourgeoisie's revolution against feudalism in an attempt to ensure that the bourgeoisie could then get revolted against by the commune. Well, what is this commune anyway? In short, Marx saw the post-bourgeoisie commune to be a classless society that has broken free from this historical materialism and functions under the motto, from each according to his ability, to each according to his need. Marx believed this utopian society to be held back by various mechanisms within capitalism, such as alienation, 
that is, man's work is removed from him so that man does not actually have a good grasp on how valuable his work is to the community. That is just one of the multiplicity of ideas that Marx drafted in a critique of capitalism, specifically in how it keeps man back from seizing the power to revolt beyond capitalism. Marx's impact on the history of the world cannot be overstated. His promise of a utopia on earth has made nation after nation after nation try to throw off capitalism and enter into this final stage of historical materialism. To the capitalist society, Marx has been a bane upon the existence of commerce. The US and Europe have both experienced red scares throughout their histories, terrified of what communism could do to their political economies. But regardless, you've just been given a footnote to the life and thoughts of Karl Marx. Take care.